we have had a huge pump on Bitcoin, exactly like we told you at the beginning of the week. But now Bitcoin is facing its ultimate, ultimate, ultimate test. And if it can pass this test, then this pump may continue. We may go well over $30,000 on Bitcoin. And if that happens, the altcoins are going to explode. So today we're going to talk about what that big test is and what Bitcoin needs to do to get through it. What, what are the factors that are going to get Bitcoin to drive through it? We're also going to talk about altcoins and then we've got an exclusive. We have an exclusive, exclusive, exclusive interview with El Capo. So you guys know that El Capo said that he is still not um, uh, uh, changing his tune. He's still not buying. We have an interview with Capo at the very end of the show. So today, wow, 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 wow. Get out of bed, guys. Get out of bed. Let's do this. Out of bed, bitch, go. Get up, get up, and they got gold. Gotta wake up, gotta wake up, bitch, get up. Get up, get up, get up. I don't want to say I told you so, but I did tell you so. I did tell you at the beginning of this week that we're going to get a massive Bitcoin pump this week, that the market went short too quickly, that the inflation numbers were being misinterpreted by, by the market. And I kind of want to say, I told you so. I told you this would happen. And now I'm going to show you how this pump could actually be just the beginning of an ultra mega, mega pump. And there's some people, like Ryan Clark says, he says, you know, some people still aren't respecting the pump. Like Fred didn't respect the pump and he got he got destroyed salty he actually got so badly destroyed that he's gone he, he had to leave the office he's not here anymore fred's actually um has gone all right so i see everybody is in class today i see we've got a full class today someone says mike bennett says he can't hear um, everyone can hear uh casey dunn are you present let us know shinobi if you're here let us know will charles are you in class sir if yes please just say present um j Dog, if you're in class, just say present. Vaped, if you're in class, just say present. Um, I also need your help at the end of the show. Or Think about it now. But yesterday, when we did the show, I opened up a long position on Blur, as you can see. And I opened the position up at 91 cents, trading at 108 now. I made $16,965, which is about 186%. What do I do with this position? Do I close it or do I keep it? That's what I need to know from you guys. Um, let me know in the comments. In fact, Josh, if you can maybe just run a, a little poll. Let's see. Should I keep the position open, take the 17 grand, or do I hold this position? Um, we'll decide that together. We'll decide that together. We'll decide together. All right. So listen, big show today. I don't even know how we're going to get through it. There's so much alpha in this show today that put on your alpha caps, guys. Put on your alpha caps. Okay. So listen, what you need to do, you need to subscribe to the channel. There are over 603,000 of you, the fastest growing subscriber base, the most loyal community in the world. And I think I want to say we deserve it because the number of good calls that we've given you guys this year, you guys should all by now have life-changing money, without a doubt. If you're here, like this content, 
tell us in the comments if you've made money in this pump. I want to know if you've made money. Tell me in the comments I've made money. And then later on, also today, we're going to be giving away a Rolex. And we've got a better way to give away the Rolex that everybody can participate. Everybody will be able to participate in this Rolex competition. So listen, huge, 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 huge show. Let's go. Let's, let's understand how we got to where we got to today, where this pump is. In fact, let's just get straight to it. So this is exactly where we're at. We've had this huge pump. In fact, let me quickly just take you to the daily. We had Bitcoin just touch that 24,962 level. And if you look at that level, that is a very, 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 very critical level. It's Bitcoin's biggest test. It's the test against the biggest opponent that Bitcoin has had in its history. And that is the 200-week moving average. Because if you look at where we're at now, we're now talking about the most serious resistance that Bitcoin has ever faced. Bitcoin only ever broke below the 200-week moving average once here, twice here, and here three times. The, the previous two times that it broke through this massive, massive, massive um, trend line was in 2015, and then again during the COVID dip, and that was just a very quick breakdown, and then we broke down below this 200-week moving average somewhere around June 22nd last year. And now Bitcoin is, for the first time, testing that level. We are back. We are testing that 200-week moving average. This is Bitcoin's biggest test. And if Bitcoin can get through this test, if Bitcoin can get through this 200-week moving average, well, then the next stop for Bitcoin is here at 28,000. Uh, sorry, then there's a, a, a quick stop at 28,000 over here. And then the next stop goes all the way up to 32,263. And we're going to look today at all these points that, that may actually get it there. Be that as it may. Be that as it may. Be that as it may. We currently have Bitcoin um, up for the year by 50%. Bitcoin is now up 50% for the year. We, we also have altcoins. If you look at the total market cap too, completely over the 200-day moving average. So that's the good news. But there is some other news on the horizon. So the one other bit of news is we just had the PPI, the producer price index, which is almost the wholesale um, measure of inflation. It's the, it's the, it's the, it's the um, prices or the increase in prices. It's the inflation measure, measure that the manufacturers uh, effectively are getting. And that came out higher than expected. Now, what happened with that is it's driven the Dixie to go over 104. And the Dixie is now at a very, 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 very critical level. It is, it is flirting with this trend line. It is, it's really flirting with the trend line. It's giving the trend line just the tip. You see, it's just the tip over here. And we've got to see if, if the Dixie is going to stage a miraculous bounce down or whether it actually breaks up. If it breaks up, that may spell a little bit of trouble for our pump, a little bit of trouble for our pump. At the same time, you got the NASDAQ down 1.77%, 225 points, again, because of this PPI. Um, also, with this Bitcoin pump, we had the dominance go up, which is a good sign and a bad sign. So I want to show you why I'm looking at this dominance and how important this dominance is. Before we do that, let's quickly look at altcoins. Let's look at, at where we are with altcoins and just see what is it that's running. So if you look at, let's look at it on the daily first. Floki, huge pump. We're going to talk about that. Render, Render went over two dollars, but now back at one ninety-two. We're going to talk about that. Uh, very, very, very important to talk about that one. Um, 
There are a couple of others that I want to talk to. The BitGet token, the BGB, up 83% this week. Um, we've got to talk about that one. You've got GMX. GMX is now at all-time highs. It was at about $82. Um, and the reason why it is at $82 is because it's now hitting a revenue number, huge revenue numbers. It's hit about $80 million in revenue this month, which means that this is a, a very, very, very powerful business. In fact, look at the, the crypto fees. If you look at crypto fees, the seven-day average of fees for GMX now standing, stands at $1.26 million per day in revenue, which is absolutely, absolutely absurd. The other token that we spoke to you guys about was BitGet, one of our sponsors. But this is a token that I told you guys to buy. It's now up 83% for the week. And again, the reason why I told you to buy that one is because we see that the numbers, the BitGet numbers, BitGet's getting 8% of the derivatives traffic at the moment. And when you look at 8% of the traffic and you, you correlate that back to the token price, well, you realize that BitGet actually may be pretty cheap. And as I said to you guys, I have loaded up on bags of BitGet yesterday. So we're going to talk about that as well. All right. Let's talk about how we got you. Smash the like. 2,000 likes. We're going to give away a watch today. So how did we get you? Because something magical happened yesterday. And we, we told you in the beginning of the week, in the beginning of this week, I said to you guys, guys, there are a few reasons why this market is going to pump this week. Obviously, I, I didn't know all five reasons or all four reasons that the market was going to pump. But there are a few reasons why the market is going to pump this week. And I said to you, the first reason why the market is going to pump this week is because the market swung short too quickly. Too many people that were long went short too quickly. They thought it was too easy. And then when that happened, I said to you guys, it's going to change. It's going to turn around. Then when the inflation numbers came out, I said to you guys, guys, the inflation numbers, the market is misreading the inflation numbers, and we can expect a pump. And then we started to get the pump. And I told you guys that at that point that you have to respect the pump because I'm seeing all the signs now that we're actually back in a bull market. So a lot of people are very, very scared to admit the fact that we're in a bull market. I said to you guys that I think based on the evidence that I'd seen, based on the fact that the market was moving on on bad news, it was recovering quickly on bad news, and it was moving very fast on good news. And we were getting into a market, which was not a buy the rumor, sell the news market, but it was buy the rumor and buy or keep holding it when the news came out. And all those signs for me said to me that we were entering a new phase in the market, that this time we're entering an absolute bull market. A lot of people were, were, were negative. A lot of people were skeptical. Mainly the people who were skeptical were the ones who were sitting on the sidelines and had missed the pump. And they were salty. They were very, very, very salty. I mean, I even sent Fred a message this morning. I sent him a funny message and he didn't laugh. He said, you know, I didn't respect the pump. And so I got liquidated. I'll show you the message that I sent Fred this morning. I mean, we don't want Freddie to lose his money, but you know, you can't, you can't stand in front of the moving train. You have to respect the pump. Super important that everybody now respects the pump. So I sent him a very funny joke this morning. And I said, is it not funny? And he said, ha no, it is. I'm just salty because I got liquidated in my positions said, respect the pump, Freddie, respect the pump. And he said, I, I disrespected the pump. You can't be caught disrespecting this pump because it's a new phase in the market. It's, it's, it's a new phase in the market. I, I just want to give you, I just want to show you, for those of you who can't see it, I want to just show you why we're in a new phase in this market. The first thing is, if you think about where we are this year, the first thing is that the SEC a week ago pretty much attacked staking in the United States. Where are we? We've recovered, and we've gone straight back up above the levels where, where, where the SEC 
attacked um, attacked us. So here's where the SEC attacked us. We went all the way down, and now we've gone up as if we actually don't really care. Then we had the SEC attack Binance, and we have BNB has completely recovered, even above the levels where the SEC attacked Binance. Okay, what you see now is you're seeing the market saying we are not responding to bad news, or when we do respond to bad news, we're actually going to recover pretty quickly. We're going to recover pretty quickly. And remember, yesterday when we were here, I spoke to you guys and I said to you that I saw this tweet from GCR, and I and he's right. He says. When news impacts the price, market participants often, often fixate on whether it's true or not true. More often than not, the actual veracity of the headline is immaterial. What is material is how the market reacts on the news and for how long. And that tells you when, whether the market is in a bull market or a bear market. Now, if we would have seen the same amount of news that we've been seeing in the market, if we had seen this in October, November, December, the market would have gone down to lows. Now what the market is doing is the market is just brushing it off. It's the same thing as today's PPI. Today's PPI was absolutely horrendous. In fact, if I look at the PPI today, the PPI was at 0.7. It, it came in at 0.7. We were expecting it to come in at um, uh, at 0.5, and it came it came in much higher. Now that ordinarily should have knocked the markets down. But where is Bitcoin? Bitcoin is pretty much unfazed. I think it's gone down $100 on 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 the news of that. The market is telling you that there is a whole lot of pent up demand in the market at the moment. And I think I told you guys yesterday what happened. A bear market is a function of two things. It is a function of the movements in price over time and a function of the events that happen in that time. Now, as I said to you guys yesterday, the bear market that we just had was the most brutal bear market because we had almost three black swans in this bear market. So not only did we have a narrative driven bear market, which took us from 69,000 all the way down to 15,200. But we had the collapse of Luna, which was a black swan. We had the collapse of Three Arrows, which was a black swan. We had the collapse of FTX. And in that collapse, the weak hands transferred all their tokens to the strong hands. And the strong hands ain't selling. The strong hands ain't responding to the SEC um, banning staking or trying to make it harder for custodians. The strong hands ain't selling. And so now there's this whole lot of Pent up demand. So the first thing that happened yesterday was that we got that we that we have completed the transfer from the weak hands to the strong hands. And if you're here now, and if you're still trading with us now, then you are a retard degen. And retard degens don't sell their tokens because we believe in this movement so much that. We have nothing else to do. No other industry wants us. No other industry will accept us because we're such degens. Every other industry seems boring for us. And so we are, we're not moving. The tourists can come and go, but we're here to stay. We're the part of the strong hands. That's the first thing that happened. They used to call it diamond hands. I hate the diamond hands thing, but they used to call it diamond hands. We are the equivalent of diamond hands. The old diamond hands of the previous bull market is what we call retard degens. So diamond hands equals retard degens. I think that's that's how we, we have to rename ourselves. We're not diamond hands. We we are retard degens. We're not letting go of our coins at any price. Okay, cool. Next. That's the first thing that happened. Remember, there were four things that happened. Second thing that happened is yesterday, we got the blur airdrop. Okay, now you may say to me, what has the blur airdrop 
got to do with pumping the price of Bitcoin? Let me make it very simple for you. You cannot underestimate the effect of the blur airdrop on this market. Because effectively, what happened was, step one, we transferred the coins from the, from the weak hands to the strong hands. The strong hands are not selling. They're just buying. They are DGENs, retard DGENs. The second thing is, we then went and dropped an airdrop, a $400 million stimulus check onto the crypto world. We took 360 million airdrop tokens, which are now trading at 90, what is it? What is this red candle? What, what, what sorry, what, what just happened to my position? What just happened to my position? I was up 17 grand. Now I'm up six. Okay, I've got to hold on tight. Um, you'll let me know by the end of the show. I should have listened to the people that said that. Okay, so we dropped $400 million, okay? Crazy, I was up 30 grand this morning. Now up, now up seven. <laughs> should have closed it like people told me. Sell your position. I'm not selling. I'm DJing. I'm a retired DJ and I'm not selling. Okay, then... We dropped $400 million of free money into this economy. Now, what are people going to do with it? People got significant money out of this, this airdrop. 28.6% of the holders, and even more now, sold their position immediately. That means that $100 million sold their position. What are those guys going to do? They start buying. They start buying other tokens. Okay? People got very significant airdrops. Some people got $1.9 million, or now $3.2 million worth of tokens. People got very, very, very significant uh, 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 airdrops. And that is like a crypto stimulus. That is like giving DGENs $400 million and saying, well, what are you going to do with the $400 million? You're going you're gonna to be selling. You're definitely going to be selling. So that's, that's what started happening. These DGENs started to buy up the market. When they started to buy up the market, what happened? Well, they, they started to get a short squeeze. So again, let's just look at the formula. The formula is transfer... Take 430 days of a bear market, transfer all the tokens from weak hands to strong hands. Now strong hands are in control of the tokens. They don't sell for any price. Then drop onto the strong hands, just sprinkle, sprinkle $400 million of free money, stimulus into the, into the, the, the ecosystem. What do they do? They pump up the price. As soon as they pump up the price, what happens? Well, we destroy the shorts. We destroyed 70 million in short positions from 70 million in short positions were, were, was destroyed. Um, in fact, I actually saw more, $250 million worth of short positions were just absolutely liquidated. And so now what you're starting to get is you're starting to get this, this situation where you drop the free airdrop on, it pushed up the price. The price push-up caused a short squeeze. And now all these shorts are, tr are trying to start covering their shorts. And then on the sideline, what you're getting is you're getting these people with FOMO going, I should have got in. I didn't buy the bottom. A lot of people are sitting there and they got zero exposure to crypto or very little exposure to crypto because they were waiting for 12K. They were listening to El Capo, which by the way, he is, he is on the show at the end, at the very end of the show, we've got El Capo. So um, we'll, we'll talk to him and we'll ask him about his latest tweet. But a lot of people were not, just don't have, don't have exposure. And the problem is that these people that don't have exposure are now watching um, yeah, the red candle. Where are we on that red candle, actually? That's going back up. We'll be okay, guys. Look, I'm still, here we go. Look, I'm still 
10 grand up, $9,614 up. You can see it's going to go straight back up. Mark my words. Here we go. So should I buy more? Did, did I hear, did, did I just hear you say buy more? Smart. You're really smart. You, you, you're really smart. You are, hold on a second. I think I should buy some more. Let's quickly add some more to this position. Um, it is 10x leverage and it is quickly, quickly. We, we have to try and catch this trade before it goes, it's going very fast. Okay, let's quickly add to our position. Bang. Should I buy 20,000 more? Just tell me yes or no. Buy more or not buy more? Come on, let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Buy it. Buy it. Okay, buy it. Bang. There's my order. Uh, uh, contract risk. Ah, oh, for goodness. I've got too much of this contract. They won't let me buy. And I can't do it. Ah. Okay, so what's happened then is the, the, there are a lot of people in the market that don't have exposure to the market because they were sitting and they were waiting for Bitcoin to get to 12 grand. And they log on to the, the, the timeline this morning. And what we know about this morning is that the number of people talking about Bitcoin today is the same as when Bitcoin was trading at 69,000. And so what they're doing is they're hearing a lot of noise because the abused crypto traders from the bear market are so euphoric about what just happened that they're making so much noise that they're creating massive, massive FOMO for people who have been sitting on the sidelines who are going, I should have got in, I should have got in. And they're looking, the people on the sidelines are looking at the market and they're saying, you know what? It's actually still early because Bitcoin is only at 24,000. So it's not like Bitcoin's at 60,000, 50,000. There's, there's a long way to go up from here. And what we are now starting to see is that these people are starting to get FOMO and they're starting to degen in. And you can see that when you look at the funding rates, the funding rates today are very, very, very positive, which means, for those of you who don't know, it means that the degens want to borrow money fun in funding, in leverage, to go and trade. And the higher the, the, the funding, the, the, high, the more degen they are, the higher the funding rates go. Now look at how high the funding rates are. So if you are long now, you're paying huge funding, massive funding. But maybe it's worth it if you're on a 10x trade like me. Mm, I can't buy any more of this. I've got to sort out my contract, my contract level. Okay, so that's pretty much where we are. So as I said to you, I think it's, it, it was a, a crazy storm of four things that actually happened. One, transfer from weak hands to strong hands. Once the tokens are in the hands of the strong hands, you sprinkle them with $400 million of free money. It gives them a whole lot of confidence. There's $400 million more retail money in the market because that's not institutional money. Bang. Then they start spending it. They cause a huge short squeeze. Once they get the short squeeze, we, we start driving this crazy FOMO because we're having such a good time at our party that everybody now wants to come um, and, and, and be part of our, and be part of our, of our party. And, when that happened, what we know is we know that the institution started buying. $1.6 billion came in of institutional money. And if you look at Look on Chain, they actually show you the addresses. And you can see it very clearly that it's a fund or an institution that is buying like a degen. They are the ones pouring money into it. Um, and you can see that also the, the, the asset managers, the people that are using the CME, because retail investors aren't using the CME for options trading. They're using, they, they, uh, they're using a Deribit. And I'll show you in a second. We're going to actually do... Um, we're going to actually trade on Deribit. Um, it feels to me, having been here in the previous bear market, I have to start agreeing with this thesis that we are now moving exactly like the previous halving cycles. And we're exactly, exactly, if you look at where we are, if you look at the halving cycles, it's playing out exactly like all the other halving cycles. And if this is true, then 
we can get to levels here of 50 and $60,000 in Bitcoin. Now, the halving cycles, by the way, just so you can see, the halving cycles also correspond to the 2019 fractal. So you can see how Bitcoin is following the 2019 fractal, which to me, this market feels exactly like the same period in 2019. It went down, scraped on the bottom, and then we started to move up. And this is exactly what I think is going to happen, by the way. And you can see that if you correlate the halving cycle with the 2019 fractal, they're playing out exactly the same. Exactly the same. I'm not the only one that sees it. Many, many accounts on Twitter are seeing exactly the same thing. This market is emulating the 2019 market, and it's also emulating the last halving cycle. You add the two of those together, I don't know. You have to tell me that that you can see what I can see here, right? Now, um, someone says, what's your blur position? 99 cents. I'm not selling. 98 cents. I'll put a stop loss at entry. How's that? At 91 cents. Should I put a stop loss at entry? Then I would have lost 30 grand of profit that I had this morning. Mm. Okay, let, you guys keep an eye out for me. If it gets to 93.94, let me know. Let me know. Let me know. If it gets to 93.94. So that is what's happening. That's what caused the pump. That's why the pump is so aggressive because it's a formula. It's like it's like all the ingredients just came in um, uh, into this formula. And if you think that... Did you add and you said you added in there? Wait, at, at the top. Let's see. Put it, bring it to the top, Josh. Bring it, bring it to the top. Josh made us a little clip. Let's see. He, he made us a little clip. Let's see if we, if we like it. Don't forget, later on, we have this interview with Alcapo. I can't wait. I'm waiting for him to get into the waiting room here. I hope he, I hope he arrives. I hope he shows up. Do we have it, uh, Josh? Hold on. Let, let, me, let me see if what Josh bought us. Hold on. Let's have a look here. The pump always gets respect the pump. Uh, I respect the pump in all assets. Why? Because it's kind of like karma. You know, the power of the pump always comes back to you if you respect the pump of other people. It's it's crazy, but I have this. We got Ivan. If you, you he's streaming, by the way, you need to be following him because he is streaming. So he's very good streamer. He's very smart. He's a programmer. He's a dev. Really good guy. Really one of the guys that I really like in this space. Anyway, so we have this pump, and we here in the West, we're really enjoying this pump. I mean, I'm I'm loving the pump. I'm respecting the pump. I'm making money out of the pump. But 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 but. You, you, have to, you have to remember that the pump in the West is actually not the real pump. The real pump is actually the pump that's happening in Asia. I remember we had a, a, a show here a few weeks ago where I said to you guys, there was a formula that you had to look at AppBit and see which tokens were pumping on AppBit. And that was generally the tokens that were going to pump, in, that were going to pump very quickly because you had the Koreans degening into tokens. And when the Koreans degen into a token, when the Asians uh, degen into tokens, that's a serious um, uh, uh, degen. That's a serious pump. And the reason why, because the Asians respect the pump, the Asian authorities, the Asian authorities, they want to have crypto working very well in their countries. They don't want to be like the SEC and ban crypto. So when the SEC ban crypto, what the Asians do is they respect the pump. And what they do is they they help um, they 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 support their country in the pump and and so what you get is you get this you get a bunch of people who who genetically respect pumps they 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 genetically they like taking more risks they they gamblers they they much more they much more risk takers than the West and then what you can see is that countries like Hong Kong are going to make crypto purchases and sells fully legal to all of their citizens 
So while the US is, 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 is moving people away, Hong Kong is legalizing it. Abu Dhabi is, they're not Asians, but I mean, they're not Asians, but they are legalizing and, and, and supporting crypto while the US is, is attacking crypto. And the US is actually very silly in this regard. And the reason why the US is very silly in this regard is because if the US wanted to keep dollar domination in the world, all they needed to do was to make the US dollar the central currency for all cryptos. But instead of doing that, what did they do? They went and attacked stable coins. It's like, it, it's as if they want to destroy the US dollar. Anyway, China still bans it, but there's no change in stance. At, um, um, Hong Kong is going to start opening it up. The Chinese have a big appetite. The, the, South, the biggest bank in Southeast Asia has reported an 80% increase in Bitcoin purchases by institutional, institutional clients, even despite the recent market dip. So you can see they're going all in. The Hong Kong government announced that it also sold $800 million in tokenized green bonds. It's the first tokenized green bond issued by a government with a yield of 4.05%. So they are embracing crypto while the US is, is fighting crypto. And remember that the dynamic in China right now is very different from the dynamic in the West because in the West, the US is in quantitative tightening, increasing interest rates, right? The US people don't have any more savings left because we went and we spent all of our savings when we got we got stimulus from the government and it, we just spent like, like like crazy mofos. In fact, so much so that in the West, people don't have any more savings, okay? You can see this is the savings rate in the US. But China has a very different dynamic. China actually has the highest level of, sa of savings that they've had in a long time. And now the government in China, what the government in China is doing is it's just opened up the economy from three years of COVID lockdowns. And what it's doing is it is starting unprecedented quantitative easing like the US did while they were in COVID. So you can imagine now that there's a dynamic. The US is fighting crypto and quantitative tightening while the Chinese are quantitative easing and they are, are um, uh, they degens in nature, quantitative easing just opened up the economy. So now when you add all of that up, you think to yourself, okay, what's the, what's the trade here? How do we trade this? The trade here is a very simple trade. You have to find Asian narrative coins. I showed you that with Aptos. I showed you that with a whole lot of other tokens, Render, and a whole lot of other tokens where I said to you, you have to watch what the Asians are doing because the Asians are the ones driving this market. Not, the Westerners are following. They're getting the leftovers of the pups. The real food, the, the meat on the bone is actually in China. The, the, the leftovers, you know, like the little small piece on the bone, like the, the one that gets stuck in your teeth. That's what we're getting here in the West. So if you want to make money here, you have to change your style here. You have to change how you do things. We've started to do it and we're starting to make a lot of money. And the way we started to do it is to very, very simply, we're starting to respect the Asian pump. We respect the Asian pump. And I, you know, I'll tell you, we have, a, we have an analyst in our team. His name is Joe. He's an Irish guy. Okay. He speaks, he speaks with a very bad Irish accent, but he's very, very, very smart. Now, what Joe started doing when no one was listening, he started to respect the Asian pump. Okay. He did. He used to take Asian tweets, Chinese tweets, Mandarin tweets, and, and used to translate them. And then because he used to translate these tweets, he started to respect the pump and he started to make a lot of money. 
And I'm going to show you all these accounts that Joe follows now. I'm going to show you one by one by one the, the high alpha accounts that Joe follows. I'll give you a, a blur pumping, yes. And I can't buy it. You see, I can't buy it because it contract contract risk, some story about contract risk. I'm going to sort this shit out. Anyway, let's just hope it gets back to 107. So it's quite a scary candle while I'm live online. So Joe, the Irish, the Irish um, um, uh, uh, analyst here that works at Banta, very smart guy. He kept saying to us, he says, my Asian friends are calling CFX. And we were like, I mean, come on, you can't even read the tweet. Let me show you what one of, the, one of those tweets looks like, okay? So the tweets look like this, okay? So you get a tweet, the tweet looks like that. You, can't, you don't even read it, you can't even see anything. Okay, and then you say translate, and then, then you can see exactly what's going on. So Joe came to us and said, I'm buying CFX. I'm like, why are you buying CFX? He says, I'm following a whole lot of Asian accounts and they all starting to buy CFX. Okay, Joe, what are you talking about? Now, Joe bought CFX very, 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 very early. Then yesterday, this is another one of the accounts which you got to follow. I'm going to show you all the accounts that you have to follow. So the first account you must follow, you must follow Dark Crypto Lord. Must follow Dark Crypto Lord. She is a genius when it comes to Asian, uh, to Asian pumps. Yesterday, Pudgy Trades, we know Pudgy Trades. We've been following him. Well, I'm not, but Joe's been following him, right? He says, I'm hearing huge CFX, rumors of a huge CFX partnership. This was yesterday, 11.25 a.m. Look at what CFX did yesterday. Look at what CFX did yesterday. I mean, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed that I did not listen to Joe. You have to listen to Joe because Joe has a system. Joe has decided that he's not, he's not respecting the Western pump. He's saying he is respecting the Asian pump. And so what he does is he follows all these, these, these Asian accounts. And I mean, Conflux did, is doing amazing things in Asia, but in the West, we're not really following what they're doing. And it's not only Conflux, it's MDT, it's ACH. In fact, there's a whole lot of these coins. It's M yeah, MDT, you see, again, you can see that there are a whole lot of coins. Today, earlier, we heard that Blur was being listed by Appet. What did we do? What did we do the minute that we heard that Blur was being listed by Appet? We bought it because we knew that they just made a listing announcement. We knew that it would pump, and it pumped. You have to respect the Asian pump. Do not fade the power of Asia, the power of Korean uh, uh, um, uh, traders. Okay, now, what are the accounts that you need to follow? It's very simple. Just follow Dark Crypto Lord. Okay, Dark Crypto Lady, Dark Crypto Lord. Good account for 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 um for, for Alpha. Okay, then this account here at W O L O N G K M Wulonkum. Wulonkum. You need to follow Wulonkum. Okay. You won't know shit about what Wulonkum is saying. Okay. But then every now and then you'll see three letters with a dollar sign that you recognize. And then you quickly go and you translate the tweets. Why do I not have a translate button here today? Okay, you see, then you click here and you translate the tweet. Because you need to respect the Asian pump. Just because you can't read Mandarin doesn't mean that you can't play this game. So then you got 9 DeFi. You see, lots of stuff here. You can't read anything until you see three letters that you actually understand. Then you know you've got to translate the tweet. 
Okay, so you you, you got to scroll through a whole lot of stuff. I mean, you have to. It's like it's like mining. You see, like here, Matic ZK EVM. Now you know that's okay. They're talking about Matic. Okay, tell me why I bought ZK coins. Call back. Good location. You see, you start picking up the Chinese narratives. Okay. Um. Okay. Now, this one, another one. This is very good account. Very good account. Name of the account is Crypto Yunki. Okay. Respect Crypto Yunki. You have to respect Crypto Yunki because Crypto Yunki gives you good alpha. You see, Crypto Yunki tweeted th this whole thing yesterday. We didn't recognize anything. We just saw keywords, AI plus rendering. So we have to translate that tweet. It says, next Apple is hosting its AI annual summit for employees at the Steve Jobs Theater. Apple who work to leverage AI. No one is talking about Apple AI day next week. They are doing something about how render networks works with AI platforms, chat GPT. And then he started showing you that actually render is going to pump. Why is render going to pump? Because they are part of this app, Apple AI thing. We can integrate any OSS system. This is from Jules Urbach. Okay. You have to respect the Asian pump. You need to respect. You must respect Joe, the analyst. You need to respect um, Crypto Yunki. You need to respect Dark Crypto Lady. You need to respect um, Chinese uh, Wulongkum. Must must respect these the, the pump with these people. You have to respect the pump. You have to follow them. It is harder work because you have to keep translating the tweet, translating the tweet, translating the tweet. But it's worth it. And what you will do, you see, Crypto Yunki even made you a, 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 a watch list. You have to respect the Asian pump. Don't pump the Asians. Just respect the Asian pumps. You see, we even made a, a, a list here on TradingView. We made a list of all the Asian coins that we think that we've been picking up here. And you can see some of them up 24.5% ACH, uh, OAX, OAX again, um, CFX up, key BUSD. We are respecting the Asian pump and we are making lists of all these things. And that's exactly what you need to be doing. Someone said, look at the Dixie. Let's look at the Dixie. Is the Dixie gone over 104.4? 104.4. Look, I'm only I'm looking at this level over here. I only care about this level over here. That's that's the level I care about. And then also I care about this. What's going on here? I was up like 50 grand. Man, Bitcoin 24.46. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. We're gonna have Kappa. Kappa's coming on in a few seconds. I think he, he's on now. He's on now in a second. Um, a lot of you are asking me about. Um, don't go anyway. Kappa is coming. We have to talk about uh, Kappa. So. A lot of you are asking me what I'm what what should you do with your blur airdrop? Should you buy it? Again, the reason why I bought blur yesterday was because I saw this fractal of the Aptos airdrop versus the blur airdrop. It looked exactly the same. And then I thought, okay, well, I'm just gonna catch the ride all the way up the top. But at the same time, you need to respect that if you got a blur airdrop, it is actually a very, very, very good platform, which has seen a lot of, of, of um volume. In fact, if you look at it compared to OpenSea, um so let me just see how the colors are working here. So this is the, the daily volume. Blur is this color over here, I think. I think it's this color over here. Yeah, it's this color over here. And then OpenSea is this like grayish color over here. So you can see that Blur has actually got a lot of volume. Now, a lot of it is because of the airdrop, but you need to, you need, I think it's worth it. And I saw this tweet and this tweet really, really, really hit home. Um, let me try to find it for you. It says, it's a guy called Crypto McKenna. He says, 
I remember selling my Uniswap airdrop tokens for $2,000, which was a lot of money for me. That $2,000 went like $30,000 in a month. I won't make the same mistake again. Blur could be the next Uniswap. It could be the Uniswap for for um, 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 uh, uh, for NFTs. So I don't know. I don't know if I'd be selling it. All right. Now the moment you've all been waiting for. Today we see we we had a tweet from Il Capo. El Capo, sorry, he said I must uh, tune his name correctly. I have tuned his name. He said, uh, he's missed this pump. But he says, no changes. I'm not buying. He is not buying. El Capo is not buying. So I think I'm going to just get him into the waiting room and then we can do the interview with him. I really want to ask him a whole lot of questions about whether he's buying. Um, let me just get him, let's just call him into the waiting room. Hey, hit the like button if you want to see Capo. Hit the like button if you want to see Capo. Okay, so come on, let's see. If you want to see Kappa, um, hit the like button, smash the like. How many likes have we got, Josh? 1.6. So let's get to 2,000 likes. I'm going to bring in El Kappa. I can see him here in the waiting room. We're going to ask him about why he hasn't changed his view, why he wants to continue buying, why he's still short. Here, he, uh, Casey, I can see him. He's actually in the waiting room. I can see him. He's here. He is here. Have we got 1.8 likes yet? One point, come on, one point. We're going to get to 2,000 likes, and then I'm going to let Kappa in. All right, so he's here. I do have a couple a couple of questions for Kappa. Um, let's just, yeah, let's just, um, I think I'll ask him. I want to ask him um, um, why he's being so stubborn and why he's not about to change his view. So here goes the interview uh, with Kappa. Let's go. Usted, le vamos a preguntar a este vecino qué cree usted que está pasando en Telde, qué, qué, qué es lo que está pasando en Telde, qué, qué, qué pasa en su corral, ¿Qué lo... <risa> Zapatero, ¿qué opina usted del gobierno de Zapatero? <risa> pues igual que yo. ¿Y qué opina usted? ¿Qué, qué, opina usted de... ¿Qué opina usted del gobierno canario? ¿Y de, lo, y de, lo, de, lo, de los ayuntamientos de la isla? <risa> ¿Qué cree usted? Le vamos a preguntar a este vecino qué cree usted. <laughs> uh, I had to do that. I, I had to do that. Hate me, love me. I don't know. I, I had to do that. I had to do that. <laughs> uh, blur dumping again. No, it's not. It's still 99 cents. Everyone calm down to a panic. Um, <laughs> all right, a couple of other things. Um, I want to look at our portfolio because remember we gave you guys a portfolio uh, about mid-Jan, well, uh, 23rd of January. Now, if you look at where Bitcoin was on the 23rd of January, let's quickly look at the price of Bitcoin on the 23rd of January. Okay, so 23 Jan, uh, Bitcoin was trading at 22,814. Okay, so 22,814. And on the 23rd of Jan, when, when Bitcoin was trading at 22,813, we gave you guys a portfolio. Remember, we gave you guys a portfolio full of narratives. We showed you guys how to break down the weighting of your portfolio, etc. Now, um, if you had bought that portfolio in the same weightings as we as we as we did, you would have been up twenty four point seven seven percent. If you would have bought it with equal weightings of all the tokens, you would have been up forty percent in less than a month. So remember, we bought in that portfolio. We bought some Bitcoin. We bought uh, ETH. Fifteen percent of our portfolio was ETH. Two and a half percent near Protocol. Two and a half percent. We said wait for Sui. Two and a half percent Arweave. Two and a half percent in Phantom. Then we went into layer twos, we put two and a half percent into Polygon. Then we went into good ones, Stargate, which performed very well, Radiant Capital, um, Osmosis, 
But then we went into the trading narrative. We bought DYDX, Curve, Dopex, Gains, and GMX and Uniswap. And then we also went into um, Lido, Frax, Conic, and Kujira. And in the gaming and metaverse section, we went into Render, Monkey Ball, and Ultra, ApeCoin, LuxRare, X2Y2, JPEG, Superfarm. So if you would have followed this narrative of ours, if you would have bought SingularityNet um, AI, a fetch.ai, and if you would have bought the graph, today you would have been up in one month. You would have been up, um, you would have been up 24.77%. And if you would have gone equally, you would have gone, you would have been up 40% in less than a month. I think that's that's pretty good. Also, um, SBF, the the bail money, remember the bail money that we thought? Where did it come from? Well, it came from the former dean of Stanford Law School, Larry Kramer, and Andreas, and a research scientist, Andreas Papke. Now, for one, I want to say it's very, 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 very embarrassing for Stanford that they're doing this. But if you can't see that this is politicians who, let me explain to you how it works. It's very simple. Politicians get donations from SPF. SPF gets into trouble. The politicians now need to get him out of trouble. So what do they do? They, politicians can't bail him out. So what they do is they go to, to companies, parties that want to pass laws. And I know this is going to get you shadow banned now. And they say, look, if you want your law passed, make a donation to Stanford University. And so you make a donation to Stanford University and they use that donation to bail SPF out. You see how it works? So don't be fooled by this. This was not some university professor out of the goodness of his own heart deciding to bail SBF out, okay? It's not, this is not it. This is not that. This is, this is something completely, completely, completely different. This is, this is siphoning of money, siphoning of money between, between one and the other. That's what it is. That's what it is. All right, I do want to talk about two more things quickly. There's no shadow ban on Rumble. We are on Rumble now, guys. We are on Rumble now. We are on Rumble. Okay, so... We have been talking about options a lot, and I kept saying to you guys that I wanted you guys to open accounts with Deribit, and I want to show you today why I want you to open accounts with Deribit. Very, very, very important. So I said to you guys that options give you an amazing way to get exposure to an asset without the ability of being liquidated, okay, like, like, like happens with leverage, and with, with a very cool way to get great exposure to to, to uh, the price of an asset. So I want to show you again how it works. Remember that an option, a call option, gives you the option to buy an asset at a, at a date in the future. So if I want to buy an option on Ethereum, I can choose a date. Now, in this case, I've, I've taken options that expire on the 29th of December, 2023, which is just less than a year from now. And I've taken the options at a $1,600 price and I bought one option. Okay, now, what did I pay? If you buy an option today, you will pay $517. Okay, you see that the ask price is $517. So I made you guys a spreadsheet to show you guys how it works. Let's show you the spreadsheet. So there's a strike date. In this case, the strike date is 29th of December, 2023. Okay. The option price, if I want to buy the option, as you can see, the price of buying this option is $551. Sorry, it's $517. You can see it's an option at a price of $1,600, which expires on the 29th of December, 2023. The cost of the option is $517. So I put that into the spreadsheet, $517. The strike price is $1,600. Okay, now if Ethereum goes down, 
Well, then I don't exercise the option because I don't, I don't want to exercise the option because why would I want to buy something at 1600 if I can buy it at 1500 or 1400 or 1300 on the market? But if the price of Ethereum goes up, and I use an example of, let's say by the end of the year, Ethereum's trading at $3,000. The total profit that I make on that option is the price of Ethereum, which is $600, plus what I paid for the option, which is $517, less $3,000. So the total profit that I make is $883. So even though Ethereum has moved up 87%, because Ethereum went from $1,600 to $3,000, if I buy the option, I put down $517 and at the end of it, I make a huge profit. I make 170% profit. And unlike leverage, I don't have the, it can't liquidate my account. So if you want to trade like the big boys, there's a way for you to do it by buying and selling options. And that's why I made the spreadsheet. And I'll share the spreadsheet at the end of the show so that you guys can, can use the spreadsheet. But it shows you exactly how much. Like, for example, if ETH goes to $4,000, I only put down $517 because that's the price of the option but I make 364%. So I make huge returns and I only risk a very little bit of money, which is much better than if I went and bought, if I went and bought Ethereum today, I'd have to put down $1,600 today. That $1,600, I could have bought three options for three Ethereum. And if, if, if the price went down, well, then I lose the $500 that I, that I invest. But if the price goes up, you can make leverage type returns without the, the, the option of getting liquidated. And that's why I think we should start trading options. You can see I bought one option. In this account, I used to have $1,000. Now I've got $1,210. And all I did was buy one ETH option. So again, if you want to trade like the institutional investors, you should start learning how to use options. And it's very, very, very simple. As you can see, again, you select what date, you select what the strike price is. It'll show you like a $1,600 strike price Right now, it's trading at $518. You can buy it. You invest the $518 or $517. Yep. And you wait and see what happens. If, it's, if, the, if the option goes, if the price of Ethereum goes anything above $1,600, you start making a whole lot of money. So I'm going to drop this in the, in, in the thing below. And then you can go, there's no catch to option trading. It's, it's not like leverage trading where you can get completely liquidated, destroyed, wiped out. It's not like that. It's very, very, very calculated. And I think that the safest way for us to trade is options. And so we're going to be, a lot of our trades from now on, we're going to be executing on options. So go and open an account in Dero, but there's a, a link below. Um, they are one of our sponsors. But the reason why I got them for you guys as a sponsor is because I just think that it's important that if, if we want to be the most profitable community in the world, we need to learn to use all the tools responsibly. Now, some people are not responsible with leverage, but with options, it's the most responsible way to actually get those returns. So you can see that. And we'll, 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 we'll start next week. We'll keep buying and buying and buying options for different strike prices. And I'll show you how, uh, how amazing it is. And then lastly, don't forget, we do have a new sponsor for our show. I love these guys. Really, really, really good sponsor. It's called Tap Global. So this is Tap's app, as you can see. Okay, now this is a very, very, very highly regulated um, crypto platform. Um, it's for one, it's an on-ramp it's an on-ramp and off-ramp in multiple jurisdictions. I think it's like in over 47 countries. It's available in 47 countries. It's an on-ramp and off-ramp. You can connect your bank and you can you can deposit money onto the app and you can buy um uh, crypto. The execution for tap also takes takes place across multiple exchanges. So you get like best order execution. They don't execute on their own platform, they execute on multiple other platforms. The other thing which they do is they ha they have a very cool earn feature, which gives you 
very, very, very high um, earn rates. And then you also get zero fees on your earnings. So it's, I'm very wary to recommend earn apps and stuff like that, but this is not one of those things. This is a, a if you in any country in the world, not any country in the world, but 47 countries in the world, you can use a tap app. It's an on-ramp and an off-ramp. You can earn money on your on your on your crypto. And the best thing is that they they've partnered up with a credit card. So you can have a an earn um, a tap credit card, which allows you to spend. You're not exactly spending your crypto. You you're spending you you are you are cashing out your money into cash and then spending that uh, that. But I mean, it is a way for you to be spending out of your crypto savings. So if you want to support them, there is a link below. We've done a lot of due diligence with these guys, and we think that these guys are probably the best in town. So they also do have a token. You can go and check it out. Um, it's called, uh, X, I think the token's called XTP. Yeah, it's called XTP. Go and check it out. Uh, I'm not chilling you the token. I'm just telling you, I think the app itself is a very, very, very good app. Um, cool. 2,000 likes. Or no? We have 2,000 likes, ladies and gentlemen. We do have 2,000 likes. You know what that means? It means that today we give away a Rolex. Now, here's how we're going to do the Rolex giveaway today. If you want to win the Rolex giveaway, what you have to do is you have to put your Bybit number or your BitGet number into the comments of the YouTube. So you need to go to the comments of the YouTube and put your Bybit or BitGet number. And then what we'll do is tomorrow, instead of selecting from the spreadsheet where no one actually responds, tomorrow we'll find a way to see if we can get the people to do it but there's only one catch if we call your name tomorrow you have to respond within 60 minutes 60 minutes of the show you have to respond otherwise you don't get to watch so in the comments below put your your um uh, uh, uh someone says you yes you did show the token on it. i don't I, i'm not looking at the, the xtp token I, don't, I know nothing about how the token works and what the benefits are. I'm just telling you that they do have a token. I'm not telling you to buy it. We're not shilling that token. We don't shill tokens for money, my friend. Um, NordVPN, yeah, you should have taken out NordVPNs. Let's see who else is there. Um, no, Mexi is not part of the Rolex promotion, unfortunately. It's only Bybit and BitGet. Remember, the Bybit watch is the blue face, uh, the blue and gold, and the... the um, the black face is the black. Um, when you put your user ID, just put just tell us if it's a Bybit or a BitGet because otherwise I won't know where to look for your ID number. And also do it in the comments. Go in the comments and just put your 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 number. Now remember, tomorrow, 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 if we get a certain number of likes, I don't know how many likes that's going to be. Then we will we will um, we will we will give away the watch. Okay, let's look at my blur position. Let's look at my position. Let's 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 quickly look at my position. Ah, uh, but at what price? I mean, you want me to close now with only $12,000 profit? I mean, do I close it now? and Or do I respect the pump? What do I do? Matt, Matt Richardson, tell me what to do. Come on, Jamie Rivera, Rivera tell me what to do, bro. The young boomer says close. Kojo, Kojo Barima, tell me, what must I do? Buy more. Okay, I'll buy more. Someone says, don't be greedy. Oh, what do I do, guys? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Do I walk away? Do I take $12,000 with me? Or do I respect the pump? James, what would you do? I would sell half of my stop loss just to 
That's a very technical answer. Sell half and put the stop loss just above break even. That, I mean, that is that is a, a, one of the options. That's a nice spot to add as well. So should I be adding? Yeah, it won't let me add because it says the risk of the contract, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I don't know. Let's really look. Why, I mean, look, while we're here, unless you guys have got somewhere else to be, let's let's quickly just look at, at the markets. Um, Floki, Floki doing well. Render, Render was over two bucks, now $1.92. DYDX over three bucks. Excellent. Congratulations to you if, you if you got into a trade. Congratulations. Congratulations. Very, very good. Remember, just remember to respect the Asian pump, like Joe. Joe respects the Asian pump. It's important that you respect the Asian pump. Don't worry about the Western pump. Don't worry about the Western pump. Western pump is not an enjoyable pump. You call the sniper. That's a good idea. Um, respect the Asian pump. We must respect the Asian pump. Have to respect the Asian pump. You see, I would have bought more at 101. I would have been more in the money. But I'm not, I don't know, I'm still not making... Not making that money. Not 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 ready to sell. I'm, I'm not ready to part with these tokens yet, unfortunately. All right, listen. I'll see you guys again tomorrow. I think it's a banter tomorrow, isn't it? Is it Friday tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, you, I, think, I thought we had the banter tile ready on Fridays. Okay, tomorrow we have a big banter. I have no idea who's on it. I need to ask Freddie. I have no idea who's on banter tomorrow. Zero, zero, zero. Hold. Let me check the research group and just see if there's anything that that broke while we were live on the show. Feds Mester says compelling case for 50 uh, basis point rate hike at the next meeting. We need to keep our eyes on that. The US Treasury yield gets to 3.84, which means that the Dixie is going to break out. Dixie is currently at 104.124. Key level now. Key level. Um, let's see what else is going on here. I'm, I'm reading to you, I'm, I'm reading this stuff to you guys very, very, very live. Very live. Very, very live. Um, let's quickly go to the end. Let's go to the end here. Yeah. Oh, tomorrow is the bankless, guys. Great. Um, let's see what's going on here. There's so much going on in the research group. I wish you guys could see it. It's like it's like a Bloomberg terminal, this thing. Like a Bloomberg terminal. Moving very, very, very fast. Very, very, very fast. Oh, you DJs pumping the, the Twitter accounts of the Asians. It's good. Respect the pump. You see, remember I said to you that that the tokens, the the market had moved from strong hands to weak hands. Long-term holders currently hold over 73% of the Bitcoin supply. So you see, that's that's what I'm saying to you. That's exactly what I'm saying to you. That's exactly what I'm saying. All right, so Bitcoin now trading at 24,530. Blur is trading at 103. I will see you guys again tomorrow. Maybe if we if the market carries on pumping like this. We'll do a live trading like the following. You know, remember that that weekend we did a live trading and we you all came and we all DJed and we said what well, listen to music. Um yeah, we should do that. We should eat a gummy and just listen to music and, and just trade. See you guys again tomorrow. Until then, trade well, my friends. The pump always gets respect the pump. Uh, I respect the pump in all assets. Why? Because it's kind of like karma. You know, the power of the pump always comes back to you if you respect the pump of other people. It's it's crazy, but I have this belief that whatever pumps, you have to pay respect. Because otherwise, if you're like, oh my God, this, this, this.